You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ikenna Okeke of the Father's Church. This message will challenge, encourage, and propel you to fulfill your purpose and live that life that God originally designed for you as revealed in His Word. Be blessed as you listen. Okay, so pulling down strongholds, like we discussed on Sunday, I believe the number one thing God wants to deal with in Nigeria is the spirit of pride. And thank God he's began to speak to us as his children, you know, to be aware of the spirit. Now, anyone who has been in Nigeria for a bit will know that somehow our system is designed that the proud prosper. Nigeria makes it that, you know, there is no virtue in humility. When people are boastful, when people are arrogant, when people threaten, when people, you know, you, you listen to some people, they talk like they own Nigeria. And somehow it seems to work for them. But thus far and no more in the name of Jesus. We are going to pull down that stronghold. You know why? Because we ourselves even respond to their boasting. So when a man boasts, even you yourself align with him because he's boasting. When somebody is humble, you resist him. Opposite of God's direction. Are you with me? So we're going to do a little bit of Bible reading just to put the perspective right and to help us lay a foundation. Come with me to Job chapter 41. I hope you won't take time. It's actually the entire verse. This was when God began to answer Job, you know, to speak to Job. The first thing he spoke to him was about a creature named Behemoth, you know, and um, he talked about it, but Leviathan is what we want to start from. And you're going to understand as we read on where we're going to start from him, you know, from it or from whatever it is he's called. Job 41 says, Can you draw out Leviathan with a hook or snare his tongue with a line which you lower? Can you put a reed through his nose or pierce his jaw with a hook? Will he make many supplications to you? Will he speak softly to you? Will he make a covenant with you? Will you take him as a servant forever? Will you play with him as with a bird? Or will you leash him for your maidens? Will your companions make a banquet of him? Will they apportion him among the merchants? Can you fill his skin with harpoons or his head with fishing spears? Lay your hand on him. Remember the battle. Never do it again. Indeed, any hope of overcoming him is false. Shall one not be overwhelmed at the sight of him? No one is so fierce that he would dare stir him up. Who then is able to stand against me? Who has preceded me that I should pay him? Everything under heaven is mine. I will not conceal his limbs, his mighty power, his graceful proportions. Who can remove his outer coat? Who can approach him with a double bridle? Who can open the doors of his face with his terrible teeth all around? His rows of scales are his prize, shut up tightly as with a seal. One is so near another that no egg can come between them. They are joined one to another. They stick together and cannot be parted. His sneezings flash forth light, and his eyes are like the eyelids of the morning. Out of his mouth go burning lights. Sparks of fire shoot out. Smoke goes out of his nostrils, as from a boiling pot and burning rushes. His breath kindles coals, and the flame goes out of his mouth. Strength dwells in his neck, and sorrow dances before him. The folds of his flesh are joined together. They are firm on him and cannot be moved. His heart is as hard as stone, even as hard as the lower millstone. When he raises himself up, the mighty are afraid. Because of his crashing, they are beside themselves. Though the sword 
reaches him, it cannot avail, nor does spear, dart, or javelin. He regards iron as straw and bronze as rotten wood. The arrow cannot make him flee. Sling stones become like stubble to him. Darts are regarded as straw. He laughs at the threat of javelins. His undersides are like sharp postures. He spreads pointed marks in the mire. He makes the deep boil like a pot. He makes the sea like a pot of ointment. He leaves a shining wig behind him. One would think the deep had white hair. On earth, there is nothing like him, which is made without fear. 34, let's read that together. He said, he beholds every high thing and he's king over all the children of pride. That's why I want to deal with him. But with this passage you read, you can wonder, how do you deal with this kind of thing? You know, he says he laughs at the threat of javelins. He laughs at the threat of javelins, okay? His heart is like stone. What do you do against such a force? Now, part of what we are looking at, um, our, our scripture in 2 Corinthians 10, it says, The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. The very fact that the Bible says it's for pulling down strongholds means that it's not a joke. It's not a walk in the park. A stronghold is a highly fortified place where the enemy stores its precious materials. Okay? So it's highly and heavily defended. Okay? So it says these weapons are for pulling down strongholds. And what does it do? It says casting down arguments and every word, high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. This Leviathan we've seen is what? Is a high thing. Praise the Lord. Is a high thing. Now, when you read it as it is, you give up. Okay, you just give up because what can be done against it? But let's continue. It says bringing every thought into Every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Now, when you read about this Leviathan and you stop at knowing about it, the tendency is that you think it's indestructible. You think it's undefeatable. And that is what God is going to do for us in this season. The powers that imagined undefeatable will be defeated in Nigeria in this season. In the name of Jesus. Now, let me show you some things about this Leviathan. And we're going to see. So, we are comparing it now with the knowledge. It's a high thing. But let's see it side by side with the knowledge of God. Let's see what God did with it. Come with me to Psalm 104 verse 26. Okay, let's start from 24. It says, Oh Lord, how manifold are your works. In wisdom you've made them all. The earth is full of your possessions. This great and wide sea, in which are innumerable teeming things. Living things, both small and great. 24 says, He made them all, right? Then look at 26. It says, there are the sheep sail about. There is what? Who is there? That Leviathan. What does he do with it? <laughs> you can laugh. Praise the Lord. That's why the Bible says, why do the hidden rage? And the people plot events. Why do they imagine? Take counsel against the Lord and it. Because in their eyes, that's something. But this is what it is compared to God. Before God is a plaything, is a toy. So all the people that are boasting, making noise, threatening in Nigeria, is their grandfather's own, is their uncle's own, whatever it is, you know, a man, I read a man actually said that when he sleeps, a part of Nigeria sleeps. When he wakes up, he wakes up. That's the Leviathan spirit. He says he's the king of all the children of pride. And what happens is that these people don't speak out of emptiness. There is actually something strengthening them. Okay? 
But that strengthening that they are strengthening or they have is because, you know, there is no involvement of God in the picture. So this Leviathan, okay, it says, there is that Leviathan. It says, which you have made what? You've made it to play there. It's a toy to you. Praise the Lord. Let's see another scripture on Leviathan. Psalm 74, verse 13 and 14. It says, you divided the sea by your strength. You broke the heads of the sea serpents in the waters. You broke the heads of Leviathan. How? In pieces. And what did you do with him? You gave him as food to the people inhabiting the wilderness. You see, what we're doing is that we're comparing facts or things that were there with truth. You see, a stronghold is a lie that over time, an untruth, let me not say a lie, an untruth that over time, by reason of fear, experience, and, you know, all manner of things, have been accepted as the whole truth. But we are seeing now that that is not the whole truth. Praise the Lord. It says, you broke the heads of Leviathan and gave him as food to the people inhabiting the wilderness. One more, Isaiah 27 verse 1. It says, in that day, the Lord, the Lord with his severe sword, great and strong, what will he do? will punish Leviathan. And for Nigeria, that day has come. In the name of Jesus. Will punish Leviathan, the fleeing serpent. Leviathan, that twisted serpent. Someone had boasted that he's something of the Niger in Nigeria. Do you know the person? All manner of people had spoken, you know, proudly and boasted. There's a source. The Bible says he's the king of the children of pride. Now, we ourselves now, having gone before our God, humbled ourselves... And I believe, you know, we are continuing as the Lord is opening our eyes. Humbling ourselves before God are pulling down such strongholds. Because when we look into the scripture, we'll see that they are nothing to God. Praise the Lord. They might be mighty before us, but with our God. Thank God the Bible says the weapons of warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God. Or the mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So this spirit of Leviathan, we deal with it in this nation. In the name of Jesus. Another way it was, you know, represented in scripture, it's uh, Isaiah 14. That's actually talking about Lucifer, but they are cousins and, you know, operating in the same ring. Isaiah 14, you can uh, put 12 to 17 for us. Let's see what it says. So we proceed with understanding. This is what it says. How are you falling from heaven, O Lucifer, the son of the morning? How are you caught down to the ground? You who weaken the nations. These are people that have ruled. He said, for you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation, on the farther sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will be like the most high. He says, yet you shall be brought down to show to the lowest depths of the pit. Those who see you will gaze at you and consider you saying, is this the man? Are this the people who made Nigeria tremble? In the name of Jesus Christ. You see, God is telling us that the people that have reigned in pride, the people that have boasted, the people that have said, this one can't prosper, this one will prosper. The people that opened doors and shut doors, their time is coming to an end. In the name of Jesus Christ. Because we are pulling down that stronghold. It had kept them, it has secured them. I think I've told us here, when I was in the banking industry, no matter who you are, if you're going to license a bank, you must have an alhaji, one or two on your board. But there were banks that had all alhajis, but no other person. But if you are going to establish a bank, you had to have them because the way Nigeria was structured, 
Central bank will not respond to you. No matter how qualified you were, these people had, you know, kept to themselves the power of who can prosper and who will not prosper. So you find out that they sit down and they mock and they laugh. That has continued for so far. But tonight we are saying we are pulling down that stronghold in the mighty name of Jesus. It's an untruth. It's a lie. We have accorded to it the status of a fact of truth because of ignorance because we thought this was what it must be praise the lord in fact at the time people started giving names you know some islamic names to their children so that they can have some access in some places that's what has you know been happening in this nation but we're saying all of that will change because the people are rising we are going into the high places and we're saying that like let's rise on our feet and just put down that stronghold we curse the spirit of pride in our nation. We curse it, the thing that sustains it. We curse that imagination. The Bible says that we have the power and the privilege to execute the judgment written. Our God, he makes Leviathan a plaything. He breaks the head of Leviathan. There are resources, there are fortresses, the things that they have put together that have made them imagine that they can do and undo tonight we go in the name of jesus and we tear down that stronghold we lose their loins we expose them we break the fortresses in this nation in the name of jesus no one no one under this nation no one on the ground of this nation breathing oxygen from this nation drinking water from this nation will see and operate as god anymore thus far and no more we may have permitted it but tonight as a church according to the word of the lord we say this high thing has exalted itself against the knowledge of god and we say they are not god we come in the name of our maker we come in the name of the true god and we say that power that accord is taken from them that privilege is taken from them and if you're here you're working in an office i want you to know that power is shifting already in the name of jesus because god is hearing us and he's answering us speedily we tear down that stronghold wherever it is that they are whatever imagination whatever covenant they've made whatever agreement they've done whatever it is that they have done that have given them the confidence we say thus far and no more in the mighty name of jesus christ you see one of the things that strengthens the strongholds is experience over time these things seem to hold water okay so we imagine that they can never be pulled down but the bible was so you know kind to us that he gave us the story of joshua and the walls of jericho and you can see how easily god brought down those walls they didn't take you know uh, rampants and hit against the wall they just obeyed the lord in this season as you and i obey the word of the lord walls will be falling down in the name of jesus no matter how high no matter how solid historians said that the wall of jericho was so broad that six chariots could run side by side on the top of it that's how solid it was but with a shout because there is a god in heaven praise the lord one of the things that we're going to learn in this verse is that our faith in god will become solid brothers and sisters our god is not our mate god has no mate he's the most high He's the great king above all the earth. I want you to pray every imagination, every place that I've accorded, 
you know, respect to someone, to something, to some people that I ought not to. Tonight, by the knowledge of God, I dethrone every power. I dethrone every Leviathan. They might be mighty. They might be all of that, but not with God. God makes them nonsense. God makes nothing of them. God empties them. God loses their loins. God laughs at them. God brings them in derision. God questions. He says, who made you? He says, he put a hook. He broke the head of Leviathan. Everywhere their stronghold is, we declare by the anointing of the Holy Ghost that there is a breaking of heads. There is a breaking, a shattering of their power base in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Okay, let's take our seats. Praise the Lord. Ezekiel 28 verse 2. He says, Son of man, say to the prince of Tyre, thus says the Lord God, because your heart is lifted up, and you say, I am a God. I sit in the seat of God, in the midst of the seas. Yet you a man and not a God. Though you set your heart as the heart of a God. We're going to come against anyone in Nigeria that has this imagination. We're going to put them side by side with the word of God. That the Lord himself will contend against them. In the name of Jesus. Before we do that, let's see the Living Bible translation of that passage. Okay, let's read it together. It says, Son of dust, say to the prince of Tyre, The Lord God says, You're so proud, you think you're God. Sitting on the throne of a God, on your island home, in the midst of the seas. Do you know anybody who is sitting on his island home? But you're only a man and not a God. He says, Though you boast yourself to be like God, you're wiser than Daniel, for no secret is hidden from you. These are things that have gone on in our nation. There are people who, when you talk, they laugh at you. Because they say to themselves that the powers that control this nation. But tonight we are going to the high places. And we are pulling all such imaginations down. We are saying to our God, we come in the name of Jesus. And these things have exalted themselves against the knowledge of God. You and I may have revelation. But there are bulk men in this nation that follow them. But we're saying, God, contend for your honor in this nation. Lord, challenge every of such in the name of Jesus. Everyone in this nation who imagines he's a God, for whatever reason, oh Lord, arise. Arise, let such person be dethroned. Let such person be put to shame. Let such person be humbled. In the name of Jesus, Lord, as you humbled Nebuchadnezzar, you showed us on Sunday. You are the one who blessed Nebuchadnezzar. But he had an issue with him calling himself king of kings. He's a king. You made him king. But he's not king of kings. You are king who made Nebuchadnezzar king. You're praying. Everyone who is a man but thinks himself a god will come against you in this season. Your time ends. In this February, you'll be exposed. In this February, you will lose everything. Everything will turn around. You'll be seen as who you are. Amen, man. Amen, man. Amen, man. In the name of Jesus, God alone shall be exalted as God in Nigeria. In every community, all men that are played like God, we are reporting them. It doesn't matter where they are. In the east, west, north, or south, every person that has spoken proudly, that has spoken boastfully, forgetting that Jehovah alone is God, we are saying, Oh Lord, arise. Be jealous for your position. In the name of Jesus Christ. Karabo shita da da da. Silatala to lugurudo jega ba ba ba. 
Kaposhi Katalado Logurudo Sandalado Logurudo Masolo Gurudo Masela de Dada Zola Gedebosho Lagada Bo Santa. What the Bible says is that it's the righteous that should be bold. We begin to pray down a boldness story upon the righteous in this nation. No longer will the righteous cower. The righteous will not cower in this nation. We are switching positions. The righteous shall be bold. The wicked shall flee when no one pursues. All of a sudden, they begin to flee. They will not be entrenched. In the name of Jesus. Brethren, we're in this country. Some of us may not be aware. A man who was charged for fraud, billions of naira, was moving around in the same country. He was wanted by a group. He was being protected by the same group. Okay? Um, the, uh, what's it called? The pension man. When they went to arrest him, his son, a young boy, brought a gun to shoot at officers of Nigeria. What would make a person think like that? The boy, is, is he in jail now? No more. Are you hearing me? These are people who, when they sit down, they laugh at what you say. Nothing can happen to them. That's what they imagine. But we are going to the high places. We are losing their belts. We are making them naked. We are causing the spirit of Leviathan. That spirit by which they have operated. That spirit that's giving them boldness and strength. We are withdrawing his life. In the name of Jesus. We said the wicked will become afraid in this nation. And the righteous will become bold in this nation. In the name of Jesus. No more. Nigeria belongs to the Lord. It doesn't belong to some person. All those who make sacrifices and bow, you know, before all manner of things, they will no longer reign in this nation. We disannul their covenant. We disannul their covenant. We say their covenant with hell will no longer hold. The Bible says when you become restless, you would break the yoke from off of your shoulders. We are saying no more. No more shall impunity be honored in this nation. Praise the Lord. Uh, Who is from uh, Delta here? Roger from If they catch a young Delta man for stealing 500,000 or 5 million, he enters jail. If they catch some other person for stealing 100 and something billion, he's in his house. That will stop. I say that will stop. I say that will stop. In the name of Jesus. That will stop in this nation. In the name of Jesus. Iniquity will no longer prosper. Wickedness will no longer prosper. In the name of Jesus Christ. We say the wicked that will flee. Even if they are not being pursued. The Bible says even when no one, they will run. But the righteous, they will be bold. Because the spirit behind Leviathan is cursed tonight. He's cursed tonight. Their father is cursed tonight. Their source is cursed tonight. In the name of Jesus. Says he's the father of all the children of pride. We say that head is broken. Our God breaks its head. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father we thank you. We give you praise. In Jesus name. Okay we look at the scripture and then we, we close. Come with me to Daniel. You know, interestingly, I saw something in Daniel that was quite encouraging. You know, we are undertaking this fast because we know what is going on. There is going to be a shifting, a very important election on the 25th of this um, month. 
and this is our own to make sure that the will of God is downloaded. Amen. That the counsel of God is established. And you know, come with me to Daniel chapter 9 and we'll see what happened there. Daniel chapter 9, it's, it's interesting that Daniel told us why he began to pray. Daniel 9, I'll read from verse 1. It says, In the first year of Darius, the son of Ahasuerus, of the lineage of the Medes, who was king over the realm of the Chaldeans, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by the books the number of the years specified by the word of the Lord through Jeremiah the prophet, that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolations of Jerusalem. It says, Then I set my face toward the Lord God to make requests by prayer and supplications with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. And I prayed to the Lord my God and made confessions and said, O Lord, great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant and mercy with those who love him and with those who keep his commandments. Okay, let, let me show you something here now. Daniel set to pray because of his understanding and interpretation of the time. Praise the Lord. He said he saw, he understood by the books that the time had come. It was 70 years that the prophet Jeremiah said, and the 70 years had come. Now, I don't know, you know, but as a young Christian, many of us here remember, so many prophecies, you know, over Nigeria were given. You remember that? And interestingly, the one that is, you know, most notable now that that Dr. Connors reminded us of when he came, was the prophecy by Pa Elton, which said that Nigeria will stink for corruption. Nigeria will be so known for corruption. You know, we have never attained this gold medal in corruption before. We cannot beat this record. We are the poorest, least educated. We are competing with, um, is this some, which country are we competing? In the um, most terrorized. We have won every bad record. So the truth is this. This is the time for a turnaround. If you're a Nigerian here, you must have known that they're changing currents, but you can't see money. There is nothing that can surprise anyone in Nigeria again. There is nothing, not one thing. In my time, Nigeria has changed currency at least four times or so. It has never been an issue that you will have Naira. The old one, they said, you're not the one who initiated the change. They are the ones who say they should change. Then you can't find a new one. I hear now even the old one can't be found. <laughs> Hallelujah. There is a turnaround in the air. So that prophecy says Nigeria will be known, will stink for corruption. But then God will turn it around. And then Nigeria will be known for righteousness. This is the time. This is the time. You see, 15 years ago, we had issues with Nigeria. But not like we have now. Possibly, you can even say 10 years ago, we had issues. But not like now. There is nothing. Passport is warfare. Driver's license is warfare. Fuel, warfare. PVC is warfare. Everything is warfare. The time for the turnaround is here. We are at the moment. So Daniel said he sensed by the books that this is the time. And he began to pray. So that's what we're doing. For the next couple of days, God will help us as we articulate the heart of God and the mind of God. And go to the Lord in prayer. Amen. But something we'll take note of, you know, as we go on, is how Daniel prayed. 
Let's continue from verse 5. Or rather, let me, pray, let me read from 4. 4 says, And I prayed to the Lord my God and made confession and said, O Lord, great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant and mercy with those who love him and with those who keep his commandments. It says, We have sinned and committed iniquity. We have done wickedly and rebelled even by departing from your precepts and your judgments. Neither have we heeded your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings and our princes, to our fathers and all the people of the land. He says, seven says, O Lord, righteousness belongs to you, but to us shame of faith, as it is this day, to the men of Judah, to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and all Israel, those near and those far off in all the countries to which you have driven them, because of the unfaithfulness which have committed against you. O Lord, to us belongs shame of faith, to our kings, our princes, and our fathers, because we have sinned against you. To the Lord our God belong mercy and forgiveness though we have rebelled against him. The point we want to take from here is this. We are going to God on the basis of mercy. If God were to regard our complicity, our iniquity, Nigeria will be abandoned. Praise the Lord. Were God to regard our iniquity, Nigeria will be abandoned. But because he's a God of mercy, he will hear us. Praise the Lord. Because he's a compassionate God, he will hear us. And then further, from verse 17, okay, 16, it says, O Lord, according to all your righteousness, I pray, let your anger and fury be turned away from your city, from this nation, Nigeria, your holy mountain, because for our sins and for the iniquities of our fathers, Jerusalem, and your people are a reproach to all those around us. Nigerians are a reproach. Even our children, to rent house outside of this country is such a problem. Once you say you're from Nigeria, the landlord starts giving excuses. You know. It says, now therefore, our God, hear the prayer of your servant and his supplications. And for the Lord's sake, cause your face to shine on your sanctuary, which is desolate. He goes on and says, oh my God, incline your ear and hear. Open your eyes and see our desolations. And the city which is called by your name. He says, let's read this part together. For we do not present our supplications before you. Because of our righteous deeds. But what? Because of your great mercy. Let's rise up and tell the Lord. Everything we are doing is mercy we are holding on to. It's your mercy that we are coming by. We are approaching you as the merciful God. You know, when we compare ourselves with some people, we might be better. But when we are compared according to the standard of God, every mouth is stopped. So tonight we are saying, Father, in the name of Jesus, for this season that we are looking for you to intervene, that intervention is because of your mercy, not because of our righteousness. The only righteousness we have is that of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The righteousness that commends us is that of our Savior, Redeemer, your only begotten Son, Jesus. Tonight, Lord, we stand and say, Lord, look upon this nation with mercy. Lord, we know we have imaginations of people that we think are perfect to rule us. But even as you consider them, consider them in mercy. For no man can stand righteous before you on their own. It is the blood that speaks for us. It is the blood that speaks for us. Lord, Nigeria is saying, let mercy do it for us. Let your mercy do it for us. Let us say when it is done, the Lord did it according to the multitude of his mercy. The Lord has shown Nigeria mercy. 
The Lord has shown our generation mercy. The Lord has shown our brethren mercy. The Lord has shown those that are under terrorist attacks mercy. The Lord has shown our laboring and hardworking children mercy. Lord, it is your mercy that we are coming to. Is your mercy. Is your mercy. Your mercies are great. You said to Moses that your mercy, you are bound in mercies. Lord, show Nigeria that mercy. In this season, show us that mercy. In this time, show us that mercy. Corporately and individually, show us that mercy. Lord, if we're to bring ourselves for inspection, there'll be many things you can say. But tonight, we come by the blood. We say, let the blood cleanse. Let the blood wash. Let the blood purify. Let mercy be shown us, O Lord. Let us be answered according to mercy. Lord, let mercy speak for this nation. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 19 continues. Say, O Lord, hear. O Lord, forgive. O Lord, listen and act. Do not delay for your own sake. For your own sake. For your own sake. My God. For your city and your people are called by your name. You know, one of the things about Nigeria is that when they mock us, they mock us with our faith. Isn't it? Even Christians say we are just praying. But for that, I say, Lord, for that, have mercy. <laughs> Hallelujah. For that, what? Have mercy. They say we're always praying. You know, it always breaks my heart. They say, look at uh, Singapore. They don't go to church. They say, look at this place. They don't go to church. But they forget that the foundations of those nations are built on the scriptures. The issue is that the foundation of leadership of this nation is not righteousness and justice. So we, the people who call on God, have not implanted the foundations of God in the leadership of this nation. But that is going to change in the name of Jesus. You see, we are coming to the place where leadership, our leaders will remind us of Christ. Praise the Lord. They won't be people that drive us. A CBN governor was being asked, Oga, are you contesting or not? Nigerians want to know. He said Nigerians can go and have heart attack. A public officer. If he's in a normal country where public officers are public servants, that day he's leaving his post. But our leaders rule over us. Our leaders oppress us. But that is changing. In the name of Jesus. That is changing. In the name of Jesus. I said that is changing in the name of Jesus Christ. So Lord, mercy for your name's sake. They say we go to church. Yes, we go to church. We go to worship you. Because we know that had it not been for the Lord on our side, it would have been worse. Lord, we receive your mercy in the name of Jesus Christ. 20. It says, now while I was speaking, praying and confessing my sin, and the sin of my people Israel, and presenting my supplication before the Lord my God, for the holy mountain of my God. We'll just stop there. Notice something there. That may not have been the way he intended it, but this is the way the Spirit of God said it to me. In this season, he said, while I was speaking, right? And was what? Praying and confessing my sin. Your speaking has to align with our prayers. Praise the Lord. Our speaking has to what? Align with our prayers. Because he said, while I was speaking and praying. So after you have prayed, speak your prayer. Praise the Lord. After we have prayed now, speak your prayer. Because you see, there are many without hope in this nation. There are many that this stronghold has so blind. There are many that Leviathan has so bound them. They can't imagine anything pulling down Leviathan. But we are seen by the scriptures. 
that our God breaks the head of Leviathan. So you that know, speak it. Remember the passage we looked at, Mark 11, where Jesus was teaching the disciples about faith. Say, have faith in God. For if you shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in your heart, he says you shall have what? Whatever you say. So the easy part, we learned that Sunday, the easy part is the same, but that easy part, we don't even do it so well. Because sometimes you're in environments where if you say it, they will mock you. They'll say, ah, Nigeria. <laughs> they will begin to tell you about the strongholds that had existed. But from tonight, because you have put down that stronghold in the spirit, you can see beyond what every other person says. You will have what you say. And you will say what you should say. In the name of Jesus Christ. Okay? Then the last one we'll take from there as we close. Is that Daniel said, interesting. You and I now. I think Daniel was perfect. I don't know what he was confessing. If I pass the test, Daniel passed. I don't think I'll have anything to confess. They will say, <laughs> he that prays to another God will throw into the lion's den. Daniel goes and opens his window. He didn't even close window. He opens his window and prays to this God. They put him in the lion's den. Then after that, he's confessing. What is there to confess? He should say to God, nah, God, let's go. <laughs> Do you understand? But this is still teaching us the humility. Daniel said he was confessing his sins. Daniel was the one that the Bible said that his contemporaries searched and investigated if they could bring any fault against him. He says they could find nothing. And yet Daniel has something to confess. God should help us with pride. But he was confessing his sins. Let's receive grace for humility. Because you see, what the Spirit of God is showing us here is that the position Daniel assumed was a position that the adversary cannot gainsay or resist. He took a place of blamelessness. He took a place where nothing could be done against him. Tonight we are saying, Lord, the Christians, you know, with us as a point of contact, have mercy on us. Let us get it right. Let us be humble in our eyes. Daniel got it right. We don't know. They didn't tell us what he was confessing. But Daniel got it right. Lord, help us to get it right. And help us, O Lord, to have a humble attitude. Thank you, our Father. Thank you, our God. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. You've been listening to a message by Pastor Ike Naokeke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Barnex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. For telephone 09-290-9000 or 0703-158804. You can find us online at www.thefatherschurchonline.com. God bless you.